This is the Monday, July 10th edition of All Things Apostolic, and I am so glad that you're with us today. Uh, a lot of times on Mondays we talk about good things that are happening around the country, churches that are growing, lives that are being transformed, testimonies, interviews with pastors, a number of different things. And uh, every week there's good things happening. I want to focus today, though, on the fact that um, I just look at a lot of young men and men that are now not so young, but when they started, they were so, that have done some tremendous feats for the gospel. People that are, in many cases, they'll be unsung and other than locally, people will never know who they are, but they're doing tremendous, tremendous work. I'm thinking of one young pastor that is connected um, with us who uh, Sunday, I think, had a new person receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost and was baptized in water, uh, who has a, 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 a condition with his eyes, and he's partially blind. And yet, you would never know it. He's doing a tremendous work. He, he's, he's taken a church that was just an, in its infancy, just starting, and now today it is moving forward and has tremendously grown and has become an influence in the city. I'm thinking of another um, Hispanic brother that just uh, was just so unassuming. And um, while he was getting his education, he started uh, a church and uh, or took a few people that was at a, a, a city that had no church, just this little group. And uh, yesterday, yesterday in church, they had one receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's not the first one, but the little group continues to grow. People don't know what it takes to build things in a spiritual way like that. And I, I give uh, kudos to these people, and they are doing a tremendous job. Uh, so also, of course... Uh, right here in our own local church, a couple of new people were baptized in the name of the Lord. Good things are happening, and the churches are growing, and people are being blessed. More than all of that, I received uh, information from Pastor Marty Varnell about the construction that's going on at the church there, and I'm extremely excited about it, about what's happening. Um, there is, there is, uh, the church has been there a while, but there is a progress that the church has never known before under the direction of Brother Varnell and his wife. And um, now they are building a large complex. He was sending me pictures of it. It is, it is, it's just incredible what is going on. And I texted him, and I said, some talk and some do. And uh, he's doing it. He's doing it. You know, it's it's one thing. We talk about leadership, and a lot of leadership talk is in the realm of um, just that, in the realm of talk. It's in the realm of words. But leadership is not just about words. Leadership is about action. If you're using words, it's about producing somewhere down the line a particular action or result. Um, and when you, when you look at people who are leaders to one extent or another, 
and you see the tremendous potential that they have, as opposed to uh, what they're actually doing, it makes you just want to scream sometimes and say, listen, if, if, you will, if you will apply yourself, there's things you can learn here that will help you uh, to see how to accomplish your goals, and especially as it has to do with the kingdom of God and the purposes of God. And so, uh, I mean, there's simple things, like one of those things is you cannot, you cannot accomplish something that you have not seen. You have to see the will of God. You have to see the thing before you can do the thing. Just something that simple. A lot of people do not understand that. They've never given it a whole lot of thought. They say, well, how come somebody over here is doing all these great things and they're no smarter than I am. They don't have any more strength than I am. They don't have any more resources than I do. And yet they're doing this and I'm not. Well, it's because the secret is you've got to see it. John 5, 19 is one of my favorite scriptures. And it indicates clearly to us that Jesus did not do anything. He said this, that he didn't do anything that he had not seen of the Father or that the Father had not showed him. So that goes to the subject of Revelation. The subject of Revelation is key to all apostolic spiritual anointing. Revelation is the key. Out of Revelation comes the gifts of the Spirit, like the word of knowledge, that's Revelation, or the word of, of wisdom, that's Revelation, or the discerning of spirits, that's Revelation, or faith. Faith is seeing something that is in the abstract. It is seeing something that's in the abstract. It's not real in terms of concrete reality and what we call the existential, the finite existential world. It is not concrete, but the vision of it is real in another dimension. And so this is why we talk, this is why leaders talk about vision and how a person has to have vision. Don't let the words get so shop-worn that you do not recognize the enormous value of the words. And when you talk about having vision, vision is essential before we can accomplish anything. You see it. Now, there's a long road from seeing it and doing it. The seeing of it is one thing. The doing of it is another thing. And there are a lot of fears that lay between seeing and doing. So somebody sees something, they have a vision of something, they, God lets them see this is what needs to be done, this would work, and they start moving in that direction. And before you know it, they have all kinds of opposition. They have threats against them that say, no, you can't do that. There are spiritual threats that say, we have we have maintained control of these spiritual places for decades or maybe centuries or maybe millenniums in this area. And we are not going to relinquish them, even though you have a vision of what it looks like where God's work has been accomplished there and you see the results of it. That's only a vision. And we're here to stop you from getting things moved from concept to concrete. We're here to stop. And so this is, this is why the start stops many. They never get started. 
because all of these uh, challenges and all of these threatenings and all of these problems that arise stop them before they can get started. So this is why we have such tremendous respect for people that do. They do things. They, they grow churches. They pray people through. They don't just say, how do you do it? They find out how to, they humble themselves. They ask people, what can I, what can I do to learn how to do this? And, uh, and so this is while we were building uh, the present building that we're in, it's a very large building. And while we were building that, we, we, uh, we thought about this, about there ought to be some recognition given to builders not just thinkers, not just talkers, but builders. And so uh, here's a little poem that, that describes this that I found very helpful for me, and here's how it starts. It's called Ode to the Builder, and it starts with this, uh, like this. To conceptualize tis world of dream and seer. Thoughts great of mine are captured here, with dash, panache, ideas unfold, and with the same are sold. The mind a thousand patterns may devise and store. Genius flit, creative wit, brilliant thought made to fit. And yet, unmoving still, they sit, these thoughts, they sit in abstract realm of hope alone, with freedom wish, but no self, no own. Yon thoughts of beauty seem so free, yet escape they seek to reality. Something, nothing, at once they be, caught in yon and distant sphere, not quite there, not white here, stored forever, swirling, swirling, only thoughts, twirling, twirling, never knowing being, flitting, fleeing, liquid, shapeless, hard to see this realm of possibility without form and void unsized, forever nothing actualized. And so then here comes the question in the but can this this thought world can potential now at last by intrepid souls be grasped and with action firm be cast from flighty wave of thought as foam into the dark uncharted loam and there beneath earth's heavy curtain abide alone in angst uncertain where the human will doth meet to join it in courageous feet grasps possible with all he's got to pull her from the world of thought adds to her abstract elixir a dash of action as his mixer and so here's what the guy that does it, does. Acting, acting, while others quail, 
declaring reasons such will fail, he peers far down in deep crevasse of great, may fatal, potential loss. Risking, risking. Yea, some explain even gambling for great gain. Could they be right? Is he sane? Can one from thought create a gain? He leaps into the roiling whirl and grips great thoughts within the swirl. With dash and deftness and courage bold, he takes those thoughts and starts to mold. He breaks the line between thought and deed. He acts with courage, he does indeed. One for the other, there is need. He also knows that one must lead to break the line between thought and deed. In God revealed, it first is seen, word made flesh, thought becomes thing. From concept to reality, from chaos, form, and symmetry, from wild to habitility. Elements raw, unbent and proud, believing thoughts but every cloud, declare that change is not allowed. But cloud-like thoughts and elements raw, both acquiesce to hammer and saw. When builders with acts like God, from thoughts alone bring structures tall, out of nothing do they birth dominion, and thy will on earth. So when you look at this and you think about this, you realize that somewhere there is a dark and inscrutable place. It's a world of wonder and beauty and of light. But it is a solitary world of abstract realm of hope. It's alone. It's liquid. It's hazy. It's hard to see. And when you see this in the Holy Ghost, how to move things forward, and then you get resolve that says, we are going to do this. God has anointed me to do this, and I'm going to do this. When that happens, the, 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 the engine starts turning that can cause these things to come to pass. There's things that I don't know much about, but what I'm talking about right now, I know a whole lot about. And that means you have to, you have to make up your mind that you're not going to live in the same level of status quo any longer. And you have to say, I am going to do this in Jesus' name.